Business, David Clark and James O'Keefe at Freedom Summit 2018. Get your tickets today at freedomsummitchicago.com. Good morning, Dan and Amy and uh, boy, uh, you know, what a fall from grace for a paragon of integrity like Lanny Davis. No, I, I, I just don't know how to tell you. What's the uh, let's go to the toad board first, though. What's the latest on uh, Michael Cohen versus Peter Strzok? We're following that uh, GoFundMe race. Peter Strzok has four hundred and sixty one thousand mm-hmm. yeah. dollars. His goal is five hundred thousand. Michael Cohen also has five hundred thousand as a goal. And he's up past 150000 so far. All right, but Michael Cohen just started. He did just start. Yeah, Strzok had a few weeks, uh, you know, ahead of him. But they're right. both vying for a half million dollars. Please don't make them go full Sally Struthers. Yeah, we don't want to see any PSA-type commercials on. Oh, open your hearts and open your wallets for these. Uh, two uh, goofballs. Uh, excuse me. Oh, these excuse are me. Uh, two gentlemen felled by tragedy, uh, by tragedy, according to Lanny Davis. One had bank fraud committed upon him, Um, apparently. um, I mean, I know it's like a disease, a virus that kind of sneaks up on you, the bank fraud. Well, these applications fill themselves out, and sometimes they overstate (laughs) or understate, forget to state, uh, debt load, for example, that may factor into a line of credit. That's just for example. Obviously, uh, Peter Strzok only, he also said Michael Cohen had knowledge that that uh, special counsel Mueller would be very interested in about things like Trump's pre-knowledge of the hacking of the DNC by the Russians. And uh, no, no, I'm not sure. Now, Landy Davis says possibly that's the case, but I'm not sure. Well, sure. Anything's I, I possible. I hate when the facts get in the way of a good story uh, so, or when the truth gets in the way. Too. So does Lanny Davis. So you have that in common with him for more on this topic and how. Anti-Trump hyperbole, hyperbole coming from uh, Lanny Davis and uh, the D.C. press corps is uh, driving people insane. We're pleased to be joined by Roger Kimball, editor of the new Criterion columnist for PJ Media. You can also regularly read his stuff at amgreatness.com. Roger, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, are you uh, crestfallen over the uh, fall from grace for one Lanny Davis? Yes, I have my black armband on now. And, uh... <laughs> Did you like and him? writing writing people notes with black uh, bordered stationery? It's, it's well, does truly, that even um, truly sad? Does it surprise you that he blew the CNN exclusive interview? Uh, no, I mean you know, frankly, it's it's hard to, it's hard to work up much surprise these days. It's, it, I really do think that uh, President Trump has gotten under the skins of these of his opponents to such an extent that he really has driven them crazy. I mean, when you have someone uh, of the stature of Elliot Cohen, that's a smart man, uh, comparing the president to Macbeth, a uh, regicide, someone who, who murdered his rival's families, who was uh, you know, a, a, a power-hungry tyrant. He really was a tyrant. Uh, now, what has this president done that's so tyrannous? Well, he's rescued the economy from the doldrums uh, you know, bequeathed him by Barack Obama. He's made scores of terrific judicial appointments. He's rolled back the regulatory state. He's bolstered the American military. He has um, uh, you know, enhanced America's uh, standing in the international scene. 
uh, it's just been one triumph after the next. And for every triumph that he that he wins, uh, it seems to drive his opponents crazier and crazier. It's quite it's quite extraordinary. If you just go down the list, uh, go to some news aggregator like Real Clear Politics, and you know they'll have they they're very uh, uh, even-handed. So they'll have you know some pieces supporting the president, and then many uh, attacking him. But the, the headlines are things like, you know, Donald Trump is a criminal. He's it, 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 on, on the basis of what? It's, it's pure fantasy. Uh, and, you know, I, uh, in that column you mentioned, I, I talk about a, a line from Plato's Republic where he says, you know, a lot of people will lie. That's not surprising. But no one would want what Plato calls the lie in the soul, which means that you're kind of you you are so dishonest that you're dishonest to yourself, and you can no longer distinguish effectively between the truth and uh, and a lie, between reality and some distortion of reality. And I'm afraid that that's what has happened to many of the president's opponents. It's not that they disagree with him; they they fundamentally believe that he is illegitimate. Therefore, he's like a, a, a heretic. He can't be argued with. He has to be destroyed. And it's, uh, it's poisonous. It's poisonous for our country. And, and I hope it will, will end soon. That's a, a perfect segue to Adam. Whoa, 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 whoa. As a former federal prosecutor, I like to gather all the evidence before I make a determination. So it's much too early to be talking about impeachment. This on the heels of Nancy Pelosi saying after Cohen's plea, that uh, impeachment is not a priority. It seems that mm. Democrats... Definitely the House of Representatives. So I think that most dispassionate observers now realize that the Republicans are very likely, very likely indeed to pick up uh, seats in the Senate and that they will hold the House and maybe maybe even pick up some seats in the House. But um, so uh, that being the case, impeachment is a dead letter. When and you... okay. um, yeah, I, I just think that... Uh, I think that there's a kind of political reality that Adam Schiff is reluctantly, um, reluctantly bending to. When do you think this craziness is going to end? This Mueller investigation. Well, you know, I, I thought it would end would have ended a long time ago. Uh, I, I I predicted, you know, at the the extraordinary reaction to the president's uh, inaugural address, which I thought was terrific, but it was was greeted as if it were, you know, a speech by. By uh, you know Adolf Hitler or something, uh, I I I thought yes okay we'll have this for a little while but then it will calm down because people will say well he's not really Hitler he's he's actually you know he's actually pretty competent but we don't like what he's doing but you know then it would just kind of go back to normal partisan bickering but that hasn't happened and um, I can't quite explain it I could understand it if you know if he were doing a bad job but he's I cannot think there's been no president in my lifetime that it, not even Ronald Reagan, who's had the first had the kinds of success this president has had in the first two years. It's been absolutely extraordinary. And I don't know, maybe maybe that reality just pushes them further over the edge. I don't know. But let's say that the midterms go well for the Republicans. Maybe that would be a kind of wake up call to the Democrats and they'll they'll uh, they'll start calling off the Antifa uh, thugs and dial back the senile uh, gibbering of Nancy Pelosi <laughs> and the insane socialistic uh, uh, maunderings of Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. I mean, these people uh, in a sane world, they, they would deserve our pity. 
uh, and compassion because they're clearly out of touch with reality. But unfortunately, being in positions of power, they, they also <laughs> they, they uh, require our vigilance because they're dangerous people. And, and um, you know, it's, it's an extraordinary situation to find ourselves in. With respect to the Mueller investigation, in a, in a sort of counterintuitive way, is the, uh, is the extension of it something that ultimately benefits Trump? I mean, if there's nothing to hide, assuming there's no, nothing uh, more uh, in terms of wrongdoing other than these hush money payments, um, because now you've got Bruce Orr on the Hill and uh, yeah. today. So it one key player from justice or FBI, CIA at some point, like Brennan, who's been just you know testifying on cable news shows mainly, uh, where he doesn't get uh, indicted if he commits perjury. But but oh, you see one after the other of these high-ranking officials, and they yeah. get completely taken apart uh, on the merits of what they did versus what they said and what they did versus what we think they should be doing. And all of that, unfortunately, the reckoning may need to come, undermines the credibility of the agencies and these individuals, yes. but it essentially delegitimizes the investigation and redounds to the benefit of Trump. Well, I think ultimately that, that may be right, but the problem is that the prosecutorial machine over which Robert Mueller uh, is presiding is extraordinarily powerful and extraordinarily damaging. I mean, he has destroyed many people's lives already who have nothing to do with any Russian collusion. It's just a kind of grinding machine that is, um, who, you know, seems to have unlimited funds. He has a stable full of rabid Democratic uh, Obama and Hillary supporting prosecutors, people who have destroyed companies like this, this, uh, this guy, uh, Weissman, who, you know, he, he, he destroyed um, uh, a, a huge accounting firm. Then it turned out that he, he was wrong. He said, oh, well, sorry. But meanwhile, 17,000 people or something were, were out of work. These people are, it's, it's, unfortunately, the Justice Department in this country has become part of this deep state. And they all, this, this tradition now of plea bargaining, which means you, would, you kind of admit guilt for things you didn't do. And, you know, um, Michael Flynn, what has he been indicted for? Well, a kind of process crime. He, he, it's more processed than crime, as I, as I put it. He, he, you know, he was entrapped by the FBI, essentially. And there's going to be a, there's been a lot of collateral damage. There's, there's likely to be more. And if you keep, you know, you keep digging and digging and digging, you know, uh, I mean, what is Paul Manafort uh, on the hook for? You know, yes, tax evasion. You oughtn't to have done that. But that was like in 2005. Yeah, right. Uh, he was pretty good at it. I mean, uh, apparently, um, and and we we may learn more in his second trial. But even to yeah. your point, here's another trial about more uh, crimes related to his business dealings. He is Roger Kimball, editor at the New Criterion, uh, columnist for PJ Media. Check out his latest piece: How Anti-Trump Hyperbole Fosters Insanity. Roger, thanks as always for joining us. Appreciate it. Terrific. Talk to you soon, guys. Thanks. Bye. And he joined us on our turnkey.